You are listening to the Staffing Tech podcast series. In this series, staffing executives offer valuable insights for leaders across the industry to learn from. The ultimate goal of the podcast is to elevate the discussion of staffing technology, provide actionable insights to decision makers, help listeners learn from the experience, successes, and sometimes failures of leaders who have innovated and are moving the space forward and enhance the future state of the staffing industry. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. This podcast episode examines the largest competitive threats to the traditional staffing business model, such as direct sourcing and the full use of artificial intelligence. Talentech Labs discusses with AirSwift's CEO, Jeanette Marks, how her company has adapted. The interview concludes with the opportunities for next generation of efficiencies that can be achieved by leveraging technology, turning threats into opportunities. Let's talk a little bit in this segment about technologies that might be threats or disruptors to your company or to the industry at large. We've been seeing an awful lot lately about these platforms, about clients that are looking for the ability to what they call direct source, basically trying to take a better grasp of the contractors or employees that have worked for them in the past and find ways to source them themselves and maybe reduce their reliance on agencies to help with that. Have you encountered that threat yet, or have you a sense of where it is on the horizon and how how imminent it might be in, in the businesses that you're in? So at AirSwift, we do a lot of what I would term project RPO work. So we partner with our clients really closely when it comes to big campaigns or big hiring groups that they need to, big hiring projects that they have. And in in a lot of cases, when we take on an RPO type project, it is, our, our people are embedded with them. We're working with them on their systems. We're really building out like to a deliverable of, of what they need. I think that direct sourcing is definitely something that we'll probably start to see a little bit more as we see a lot more project RPO, which would probably be as close as you can get to then the next step being direct sourcing for them. So I think there's steps that are being taken towards that. And I think that technology can enable a little bit more of that. There's the benefit of always using workforce or staffing firm is, you know, our access to the right type of candidates, the, you know, the, the no fear of calling whoever we need to call, you know, to, to really recruit them in, how we help strengthen the brand of, you know, our clients and help to really sell the, the overall picture of why, you know, that, that client has, you know, either a great culture or whatever the benefit is of working for them. And, you know, if they're looking to, to do some more direct sourcing where you're really embedded with them, that, that, that's, that's definitely on the horizon. That's one of many areas to look at. I would say some of the other industry disruptors would be a little bit of what we've talked about with full AI, where using full AI you know, versus algorithm matching would be something I'm keeping an eye on as well to say, okay, is that going to drive you know, clients to go direct you know, to some systems that'll help them with that versus to, you know, a firm like ours. But again, you know, our, our vision's always been the full convergence of the gig world with traditional, and we have complex enterprise clients with large projects where there's, there's a lot of nuance and a lot of detailed work that goes into it. So I see technology can make us much more efficient 
I think the other fun area will be robot recruiters. I think people talk about that from time to time as a disruptor. Um, so we'll see uh, how efficient you know we can get when we're we're really looking at you know how can you get to a short list in seconds and and how can you get to a start you know even quicker with the right systems linking up with the right data points, the right access to it. So overall, though, I'm hoping that technology really just continues to remove the remedial tasks of recruitment and allow real people to focus on the relationship and the aspects of, of our business, which is putting people to work. So those are great points. You know, one of the things that we've seen time and time again is where consumer behaviors, which use technology, get brought into the, into the business world. And so when, when people get used to having an app that they can order a food service or order a limousine, you know, just with a few clicks, set to service level expectation. Have you seen hiring managers or do you see opportunity for efficiencies in your business where creating a, maybe a digital delivery interface between your recruiters and your clients or maybe just your database and your clients might be the next generation of efficiency that would um, reduce some of the friction and perhaps uh, add for a better experience for the hiring manager? So you can take an analogy of uh, efficiency with the real estate business. So when when the real estate business, you know, you ended up with Zillow or you know any of the sites out there that give uh, home buyers straight access to where all the homes are and what the the value is and all the pictures of it. Back then, a lot of people thought that real estate agents were done. You know, they were they were doomed going through it. And what what you end up finding out is that their business has actually thrived through it, and it's given the real estate agents a lot more efficiency where their their clients are doing more of the work up front for them, and then they're taking them all the way through the rest of the process. So when I, when I look at that analogy, I can kind of see that with the analogy of our clients and what our clients may want to do or may not want to do. There are a number of firms right now that have been testing client access to their database. And it's very different than just going on a job site or, you know, a job board. Job boards are not vetted candidates, where our databases are full of vetted candidates who we've interviewed and or we've placed before. So it's a it's a really interesting way to differentiate oneself from, from their competitors. The big question I think still is, is how much will our clients actually go into that database and do the work up front themselves instead of just, you know, the, this... I have a need. This is what it is. Please go just take care of it all and, and do it for me. So I, I think we're testing our clients, you know, as an industry, we're testing clients in different areas right now to see how much they really want to do on their own, especially hiring managers and how much time they have for that versus doing their regular day job versus how they outsource to, to staffing recruiters traditionally. Can you tell me a little bit about your foray with iContract? Absolutely. So we were looking at this digital transformation and have been looking kind of at our map going out. And this is back to buy or build. Do you buy it? Do you build it? Do you do a combination of it all? And iContract is a woman-owned technology platform out in the UK. And we ended up acquiring that during COVID. So um, at the very end of 2020, and took a look at this, it was an IT-based platform really for the fintech area and took a look at how it was built and what it's designed for and the integrations tied into it and the ease of use that's really built. So it was built from the idea of on that one far side of tech-based, no people interface in between. 
Air Swift has been really built on the other side of the traditional high-touch, very relationship-driven side. So in that acquisition, what we're looking to do is really build it into our whole infrastructure and then roll out the different pieces of the technology bolted on with our different partners that we're using and really building out our entire ecosystem or tech stack in a way that makes it more efficient for our candidates to find us sort their jobs, find what they want, communicate with us um, through that hiring process and onboarding process for our contractors to have you know, their direct portal of information that they want to use constantly as well. And for our training access to be there for our contractors, for their upskilling and areas that they want to really be able to improve upon for them and certifications, et cetera, pay and bill, et cetera, on there as well. And then ultimately really testing out, you know, the client interface and how they'll work. That's further down the line for us on our on our journey. We're working on this in a very agile way where when you I think one of the biggest mistakes that that companies can make is when you either acquire a technology or look to build on your own is trying to do everything all at once and make it perfect all at once. And I think it's an iterative process. Your process of building out your technology never ends. It's There's no end date in sight. You're, you're constantly involving it. You're constantly improving it. You're constantly getting feedback and adding in you know, more and more capability to it as well. So I think that this is something that we've looked at and said, okay, we need to go all in. Let's do it in a way where we can do it with both acquisition and partners, and then also with our developers tying in and around it. So it's a it's a big piece of our future and how we've been looking to really go more digital with our experience for our our customers. Well, that's great. So you are you are working on a digital interface for both the contractors and and your your clients. And if I understood you correctly, you're talking about the candidate facing side being sort of the first order of business, and then and then eventually moving it to the the customer side, right? Yeah, I think people always ask about, you know, it's even whenever you do a startup in, in staffing, they, you know, go out and get the client first or do you get the candidate first? Chicken or the egg, which comes first? Always the candidates. If you focus on your candidates, you have the right candidates, you've got the right relationships, you've got the right, you know, you know, the right people that you're working with, then the rest will follow and the clients will come with it as well. So you need a good you know, candidate, you know, grouping to be able to really drive, drive efficiencies and change. No, I think that's a great, great starting place. Some, some of the deployment platforms, which is what we call those digital interfaces, when, when they do go to the customer side, have a considerable change management requirement to be able to sort of retrain the way your clients want to interact with you. So um, I'm sure that's going to take a little bit of, of staffing up to, to be able to help manage that change across your client's uh, organization as well as um, your internal organization to make sure that it's adopted just the way you'd like. Yeah, that's a whole nother segment. <laughs> <laughs> it is. For sure. So clearly some very interesting times that we're in. Technology has been an important part of your career and and certainly you've, you've made it such at AirSwift and it's a differentiating aspect to your business. So congratulations on on being able to keep that front and center with with your with your team. I guess I'm I'm interested our listeners might be interested in any advice you might have for other staffing executives as they're as they're looking at this crowded technology landscape and trying to figure out where to step first. You know, you've had some good successes at getting adoption, you've had some good choices in the in the tools you've selected. 
what what would be some some pieces of advice you might have for your 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 staffing executive peers who might not be as well comfortable with it or or are maybe a little bit tentative and, and just looking for some advice? I would say the first thing is is if you're not as comfortable with it, go out and get the right expertise. You don't have to hire somebody for it necessarily, depending upon the size of your company, but go out and get the right consultant, the right type of person who has that expertise to help guide you on it. The next thing I would say is foundational. I, I will definitely say that cybersecurity is top of mind right now. There are so many different firms that have been held ransom. And this is some this is something that's real right now in our industry. And it's real with our clients as well. I'll share a quick story. One of our clients, the engineering services firm they were working with got hacked. And then that meant the client got hacked. And of course, this was shutting down all of their systems. And they called us to, you know, check on our security and our contractors who were all on AirSwift laptops and systems. And we were able to tell them we were not hacked and we were fine. And for two weeks, the client was shut down at this project site. And our our team of contractors were able to keep the work going forward. If you want to keep a client, that is a great way to keep a client, (laughs) to be able to showcase that you've got the foundational values of what you need in your IT infrastructure to keep their business going forward. And it was interesting because this was a Fortune 500 client as well. So, So there's a lot that you can do when you're building your tech stack. Don't get too fancy first. Make sure that the stuff that's not as sexy is really good and solid because the risk if with without that is so it's so big and you really don't want to be on the receiving end i mean any of us could be even with all those foundational elements there of being held ransom or you know a client telling you that you're the source of their hack so that that is big right now in 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 our business and all these different companies and um, industries that we place as an industry contractors into it's it's a it's a big area of focus for us right now and i would i would lastly say think about what's most important to your company so what are you really trying to accomplish and and take it one at a time focus is key here you try to do it all at once you're probably going to get nowhere real fast and uh, i i would say break it down what's the first you know the, the next step that's going to really make a difference and then layer on top of that and layer on top of that. And map, when you map it out, you don't have to build everything yourself. You can start to use partners to, to bring in. There's, there's a lot of good companies out there that have great you know technology that can really just make things quicker for you to get to your end desired state. So it's a journey. Um, it's a journey that never ends. It's one that continues to to enhance and evolve. And yeah, take it a piece at a time. Well, that's some great advice, Jeanette. So I think this has been an excellent session. I really appreciated your insights. I'm excited for your business. You're working in some of the most um, sought after segments of, of the global economy with infrastructure and energy. I mean, they're all very timely. I'm sure it's it's a very good wind in the sails of, of moving AirSwift forward. Very happy to have had the time with you today to have you unpack a little bit about your philosophy on the use of technology and for the insights you've been able to share with the ASA membership. Jeanette, I want to thank you very much for your participation. Thank you so much for having me again, Brian. And with everything else, just embrace technology and technology can can help you, you know, marry that with the relationship and the people and, and you'll have a really good recipe for success. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this ASA Staffing Tech Talk podcast series. We hope you enjoyed hearing the insights shared by the industry leaders we've chatted with and hope you've discovered some valuable takeaways that you can leverage to elevate your state of play by using technology effectively.